Good morning. I can't believe that it is September. September 1st. And along with that, I haven't done a podcast in probably about two weeks. Um, I do apologize. I enjoy doing them. Um, and as much as I would like for them to be a priority, it's really, really difficult right now to make it just that. Uh, it's more of a passion project, something that... Um, I enjoy doing, and uh, especially when I have, you know, interesting things to talk about or interesting guests. Um, But yeah, so I've been thinking for the past couple of days that I wanted to do a podcast episode, Um, and uh, I end up getting sick. I don't ever get sick, but when I do, it's legit because I'm not sleeping enough because I'm just... I'm being too busy. Like last week and the week before, like I probably put in like 70 to 80 hours uh, into things that I'm working on. Um, like each week. And, um, pardon my sniffle. Um, and so yeah, I mean, I just feel like I'm, it's catching up to me a little bit. So yesterday I went to the movies with my wife, saw Operation Finale, which is a story about. It's based on a true story about capturing Adolf Eichmann, who was the organizer, the architect of the Holocaust, essentially. Anyways, phenomenal movie. Um, If you're a history buff, or even if you're not, I've actually watched a lot of documentaries and read a lot of books on the post-World War II side of the Nazis. And um, many of them escaped, changed their names, identities, and escaped to South America, Argentina, specifically, so, very interesting, um, actually, there's a, uh, a series with Tim Kennedy, who is an absolute champion, um, that's called, uh, Hunting Hitler, and it's on, I believe it's on A&E, and it's, it's unreal, anyways, the episode that I want to do today is is kind of kind of a hybrid, kind of a combination of, I guess, in fewer words possible. It's literally about enjoying the journey and embracing opportunity. And I think I would like to share a little bit about myself. I don't know if I'll get around to that. I think um, who I am and who I aspire to be and the way that my mind works, I think have all been sculpted um, from my adolescence, from my youth from growing up. A lot of the things that I value, a lot of my beliefs are um, structured from the way that I grew up take that for what it's worth. I'll try to share that today or possibly on another episode. But I wanted to share this. Um, Enjoy the journey, right? That is a phrase that I would say has been coined by a friend of mine from high school whose father passed away, and that was what his dad used to always tell him. And I remember thinking, like, that's a catchy phrase. It's cool. There's there's some meaning to it for sure. And then fast forward 15, 16, 17 years to now, 
and think what it means to enjoy the journey. I think there's a lot of meaning in it, but one of the things that I've taken from it is to find ways to be happy about life, enjoy life, enjoy all of life. Life's not easy. There's things that are really, really hard about it. And some people, unfortunately, their lives seem to be a lot harder than what you may go through. And sometimes it doesn't seem fair. Along with that, I would add that the one opportunity that we all have is we all have the opportunity to respond to the good and the bad. And that is the one thing that we can control in this life. You can't control everything that happens to to you. You can't control if you get rear-ended. You can't control if you get fired because of, you know, budgeting issues. You can't control this, that, or the other. But you can decide on how you respond. If you look at it as a learning opportunity or if you learn at, look at it as a trial or make yourself a victim. That's one thing that you'll never hear me discuss <clears throat> is sympathy for victims. And I'm not talking victims of, you know, assaults and, you know, things like that. I'm talking self-victimization. People who want sympathy and they're martyrs and they want people to feel bad for them because of this, that, or the other. That I just can't handle. I don't have time to listen to those people. Um, and, and they're a drain on my energy. They're a drain on, on my soul. And I don't have time for that. One of the things that I have been really, really, really pondering a lot about is open doors. I think if you, I think a lot of the time we just need to take a step back, put our phones away and just take a few deep breaths, close our eyes and and just meditate and just think about, okay, what's going on in my life right now? Where am I at? How are things? Am I happy with where I'm at? A lot of the times we have job opportunities or, or you know, we meet somebody who is a good network, a, a good connection, um, or we're thinking about starting our own business, but we're afraid to do it, or we're just shut off, we're just complacent, we, we're stagnant, and a lot of the time I feel like open doors open to certain people at certain times for very certain reasons and there's a risk factor involved for sure but by acting I honestly believe that every open door let me rephrase that when you're seeking and you're pursuing positive things in your life when you look for opportunities when you look for ways to do good when you look for ways to serve others, when you look for ways to be a good husband or mother or father or wife or anything, when you're just trying your best and certain doors keep on opening to you, that that's a sign. That's a universal sign. And for those of you who have listened to my podcast episodes, for those of you who have not, uh, I'm a very firm believer in universal perspective, metaphysics, if you will, um, numerology, I'm a big fan of, um, frequencies, vibrations, I, I believe that's all part of the grand plan, and I honestly do believe that 
the world and the universe want to give us what we want. They, they want us to thrive. And I believe that God wants us to thrive. And I believe that he wants us to have all the things that we want if they are for righteous causes. So, having said that, I honestly believe that there's a purpose for every one of us, that there is something that all of us are supposed to accomplish, and that we all have infinite potential to do incredible things. I believe that society has made a lot of our lives meaningless, not worthless, meaningless. There's a very, very big difference by convincing us of the things that we need to have or the things that we should be doing. I'm not a believer in the 9 to 5 job schedule. If you're working the 9 to 5 job schedule, find a way to get out as soon as possible. It's a trap. It's 100% a trap. You have 75 to 80 years on this earth average and spending 9 to 5 8 hours you're spending a third you're going to spend roughly 25 to 28 years of your life working not age wise but that's actual time capacity that's the actual amount of hours of your life that you will spend if you break it down 24 hours in a day you work 24 hours of your of your of your day Right, a third of your day, live 80 years, same thing with sleep. So if you think that you sleep a third of your life away, which is a fact, and you work a third of your life away, you have one third to factor in the things that really matter. Being a husband, being a father, being a friend. So you have one third to amplify the three things that actually matter most on this earth. Fatherhood, parenthood, relationships, and being a good husband, a good wife. And that's where a lot of the stress comes from. <laughs> because subconsciously, we, we know that. We understand that. All of us do. When we think there's not enough time in the day to do all the things we need to do, there's a reason why that phrase has been coined by so many authors and artists and musicians. And there's a reason for it because it's true. There's not enough time in the day to do the things that actually matter. Eight hours of sleep, eight hours of work, You've got eight hours to play with your kids, help with their homework, help with sports, be a good husband, take your wife on a date, go to dinner, help make dinner, take a shower, shave, go to the restroom. You've got eight hours a day to really do the things that you want. And then here's the thing. The eight hours a day that you have, those aren't even real hours. It's condensed. The point is this. If you're working a nine to five, and you're, I, mean, I guess I should rephrase this. If you're happy working a nine to five, do you keep doing it I guess but if you want to be a musician if you want to be an artist if you want to be an actor or an actress I, I, I commend those people because they're taking an absolute massive massive risk knowing what it could or what it could be or what it you know it, it, it could not work possibly and I believe 100% that people who might not have everything but are pursuing their dreams, regardless of risk involved, those are the people who are the happiest. 
And I know that from personal experience. I have a lot of things going on in my life right now. Um, I started a business about a year and a half ago. And there's been a lot of really good things. And there's been a lot of struggles. And right now there's a lot of stress involved. Not for anything negative. It's just very, very, very busy. And I... It's something that I'm passionate about. It's something that my wife is supportive of. And our ultimate goal is to do a lot of good. To help certain organizations. To help certain causes. And we're doing just that. And I love it. It's been one of the most time consuming. But again, finding balance is is extremely important. I take my kids to the park, to the pool. On a regular basis. I'd say daily. I ride longboards and bikes with my kids outside of the house every day. Um, We play hide-and-seek more than I would like. Um, I hang out with my kids and my family a lot. But I work a ton, too. And I've found a way to find balance in my life that gives me meaning. And a lot of it has to do with, like I said, I feel like a lot of people in society, and I've been a part of that before, we get in these, this this cycle of, you know, just complacency. It's not bad, but it's not good. I I've always kind of believed that if you're not progressing, you're 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 digressing, right? So if you're not getting better, even if you're staying the same, that's not good. That's not good. Like it's not good to stay the exact same. Change is good, and a lot of people. I think there's a very very interesting factor. In that many people are afraid of change. My wife, she'll admit that she's afraid of change. And being married to me for, you know, nine years, as of a couple of days ago, she's very much more, very, a lot more open to change. She kind of has to be. But she'll admit that it's been great for her. And I think drastic changes are good, you know? If you're doing a job that you're not happy with, I've had a couple of people who have DM'd me um, on Instagram um, who listen to the podcast. They say, hey, I quit my job today and I'm applying for other jobs that I'm more passionate about. I mean, I quit my job today and I'm going back to school to pursue what I actually want to do. And every time I get a message like that, I'm like, okay, like, no credit needed. I'm not in it for the credit. But I feel like I'm helping people. I feel like I've made an impact in that person's life. And like I said, like there's no guarantees when you take these risks that it'll all work out in your favor. But I can promise you that working towards something that you're passionate about, even if you, you fail a couple of times but you keep on going, in the times that you're pursuant to your dreams, you'll be much happier than the times that you're content in your complacency that's something that I I know to be true I've seen it a million times I have a lot of friends who they'll admit like I don't like my job but it pays okay it pays okay like define okay well I mean I get by alright I mean it's just weird to me that when we're kids we have all these dreams about being rock stars and doctors and astronauts and police and firefighters and football players and and baseball players 
you know, whatever we wanted to be when we were kids, but somewhere along the way it changes. And we accept what society has de- defined as reality. And it's like, where does that happen at? Or what age does that happen? I think it's interesting that if you go talk to high school kids today and ask them what they want, a lot of them will have very, very, very outgoing, some might define outlandish desires. And they go to college for two years and they're studying psychology or art history or construction management. And it's like, hey, dude, construction management, I thought thought you were going to, I thought you wanted to be a firefighter. I thought you wanted to, I thought you wanted to do, you know, direct film. Yeah, I mean, it's too expensive or, you know, yeah, I mean, I just, my teachers always tell me that people don't succeed in that aspect, like less than 1% do, so I'm just going to take the safe road. Take the safe road, sure, I guess. But when you look back on it, you say, okay, I was alive for 80 years on this earth. And I took the safe road every single time. My life was good, but at the same time, it was it was, it was complacent. For some people, that might work. For some people, that's great, and I support that. But in my case, like I said, I, I don't believe that that's what I'm supposed to do, and I don't believe that's what many of us are supposed to be doing. But again, society's made it that way, and it's become more about you know, doing doing what's safe versus actually doing what you want to do. So when a door opens, when opportunity presents itself, there's a reason for that. There really is. Like whether it's a new job opportunity, um, moving to a new state, meeting a new person, it's interesting to me. And I've 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 actually told people this before. Um, I have a lot of contacts in my phone. A lot of them I don't talk to a whole lot. Some of them I've only talked to a few times. But every time I get somebody's phone number directly from that person, I notate it, such and such person, first and last name, and then I'll put where I know them from. Whether it was someone I worked with or someone I did business with or I met in the airport. I've actually done that before, you know? And there's a reason for that because I believe that there's always opportunities to utilize your network somebody that you you may need to get in contact with or somebody who could be a good uh, person to rely on or it might be able to get you in with somebody or whatever I'm just a very firm believer in in connections and I think everything kind of happens for a reason and on top of that like I said when opportunities present, present themselves do it you ever see the movie with Jim Carrey called Yes Man? Like, there's a very specific reason why that movie was made, I think. <laughs> like, you ever see the movie The Secret Life of Walter Mitty? Great movie with Ben Stiller. If you haven't, you need to. As a matter of fact, I think it's actually on Netflix right now. Um, watch that movie. It's about this. It's about enjoying the journey and, and doing, you know, I mean, I'm not going to tell you too much, but I want you to watch it if you can. It's phenomenal. I saw it with my wife a few years ago when it came out, and I told her, I, was like, I think that's one of my favorite movies. 
the meaning, the impact, the misery, like the 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 relatability. Is relatability a word? I think it is. I relate to that movie so so well. Um, very similar to like the Greatest Showman. Movies about triumph and movies about breaking out of the social shell, breaking out of the social norm. Our movies, I just thought about this, are movies that, that relate to me, that I connect with on a, on a very, very deep level. Um, I love movies like that. Maybe that's why, that's what this podcast episode is about. But again, to me, there's just so many things in life that we, we miss out on because we're too busy doing this or that or we don't have time for that. I had a a conversation with a friend of mine not too long ago, and we were talking for a few hours over lunch, and it was, life is about laughing, it's about good conversation, it's about traveling, it's about, you know, good friends and family, those are the things that matter most to me in my life. I think if we were to, like, break it down and, like, if you were to survey a million people, right? Let's not even go that crazy, but let's be, like, realistically, 100 people. You say, hey, if you could do anything, like, money wasn't an option, what would you do? Dude, I would travel. I would take my wife and kids to Hawaii. I'd take my family on a cruise. I would go to Italy, go to Ireland, where my family's from. I would do this. I would go to Greece. I would go to every baseball stadium in America with my dad. I would do, you know, like everybody has these certain things that they would do if money wasn't an option. If they weren't tied down to a desk, then I'd just say, okay, well, why don't you do that? Well, I need money. Okay. Like, if you had the money, but you still had the lifestyle that you currently have, would you have the time to do that? Well, no, I have to go to work. All right. Do you like your job? I mean, yeah. I mean, I've been, I've been there for like nine years, 10 years, and it's going well, right? Okay, well, any job for promotion where you'll get, you know, some more time off? No, probably not. All right? And that's that's life for so many of us. It really is. And again, I'm not, I'm not trying to knock on people's lifestyles by any means. But I think it is worth noting if we were actually honest with ourselves... And instead of looking for ways to get offended, we found ways to be vulnerable and relatable. I think we would all kind of agree, like, yeah, I mean, I, I would much rather be on vacation. I'd much rather, it doesn't have to be an exotic vacation. You know what I mean? It can be, yeah, go to Yosemite with a family, go camping for the weekend, like whatever it is. Like there's so many things we'd rather do before what we think we are supposed to do and what we are told we're supposed to do. I just, I just honestly believe that life is too short to be stuck in a box. Life is too short to miss out on traveling and eating good food and talking to awesome people. Like One thing about me is if at any point somebody wants to talk to me via DM, waiting in line to board a plane at the airport, waiting in line for a, to go order at a restaurant, somebody starts talking to me, I, I'm more than open to chat with them. As a matter of fact, last night, I had a friend from college who I haven't seen in probably, I don't even know, like 10 years maybe? No, not that long, like nine years, I bet. And uh, long story short, she ended up marrying 
a dude who is like one of my wife's best friend's brothers. Anyways, um, just DM'd me, said, hey, I, I saw that you had a podcast. Um, I think I was looking, at, I, I, I follow your wife on Instagram, and I saw you on there, and I saw that you had a podcast, so I started listening, and I really like it. I don't agree with everything, but I really like what you what you say and what you represent, and it makes me think, etc. And we talked for a little while via DM, and I'm like, okay, again, the purpose of this podcast is still under construction. It's, and she actually asked me this question, which was really interesting because of something I'd been thinking about that day, yesterday afternoon. The purpose of this podcast is A, to be a, it's a passion project. It's something that I'm passionate about. It's something that I want to notate my thoughts and my ideas and my beliefs in. Uh, and at the same time, it's something that along that line, if I can help somebody, if I can help somebody figure out their, you know, their quest or their vision quest or their whatever it is, I'm all about that. You know, I mean, would I love to have 11 million listeners like Joe Rogan? Well, yeah, of course. Would I love to interview, you know, big name artists and celebrities? Yeah, for sure. If they have something, you know, worth talking about, not all of them do. But yeah, you know, it'd be great. It'd be awesome. But if I didn't get that opportunity and I still had a few hundred listeners like I do now or a couple hundred or if I had 25 listeners like I do now, dope. Like, that's that's fine, you know? So be patient with me while I'm learning this process, while we're, we're all in this quest for for positivity and for life and for experience and joy. While I orchestrate this podcast this series and I think that as we learn together and as we grow together and as we continue to listen like I said if you guys have things you want me to discuss if you have a certain type of guest you want me to have on if you have a certain subject you want me to to chat about DM me my Instagram I think the handle is uh, the real Matt GT because my name is Matt Gray Thomas but somebody else was Matt GT. And it's kind of a play on words because I had like a GT Skyline when I was a kid, like the GT bike, loved it. And uh, so that, and it's my initials. So anyway, some other dude had it. And I even DM'd him, asked him, hey, will you change your name like by letters? He said no. So I'm like, all right, well, if you're Matt GT, I'm the real Matt GT. So it's not an ego thing, I promise. I'm not... I'm not feeding for a blue check mark next to my name or, or whatever. Anyways, hit me up on Instagram if you have something you want me to talk about or if you just want to chat. Like I said, totally open. I usually find time to chat with people. And uh, I hope this podcast finds you well. Like I said, not meant, not intended to offend anybody with you know the whole 9 to 5 thing. That's just my beliefs. You know, That's what I feel. Find ways to enjoy life you know, and, and, and be honest with yourself. You know, so it's Labor Day weekend. I'm sure, you guys don't want to sit here and listen to me all day. Enjoy time with the fam. Go travel, do something dope, eat good food, go to a movie, watch a show, read a book, get outside. I'm actually doing this podcast outside. I'm not sure if you've heard. There's been a couple of cars that passed me. One dude actually passed me four times because I think he. I don't know if he was lost or if he was trying to kill me, but 
he's actually parked up the street. I don't recognize him, so I don't know if he's. I don't know what he wants. Anyways, have a good weekend. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. Adios. Good morning. I can't believe that it is September. September 1st. And along with that, I haven't done a podcast in probably about two weeks. Um, I do apologize. I enjoy doing them. Um, and as much as I would like for them to be a priority, it's really, really difficult right now to make it just that. Uh, it's more of a passion project, something that um, I enjoy doing. And uh, especially when I have, you know, interesting things to talk about or interesting guests. Um, but yeah, so I've been thinking for the past couple of days that I wanted to do a podcast episode. Um, <clears throat> and uh, I end up getting sick. I don't ever get sick, but when I do, it's legit because I'm not sleeping enough because I'm just, I'm being too busy. Like, last week and the week before, like, I probably put in, like, 70 to 80 hours uh, into things that I'm working on, um, like, each week. And, um, pardon my sniffle. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I just feel like I'm, it's catching up to me a little bit. So, yesterday, I went to the movies with my wife, saw Operation Finale, which is a story about... It's based on a true story about capturing Adolf Eichmann, who was the organizer, the architect of the Holocaust, essentially. Anyways, phenomenal movie. Um, If you're a history buff, or even if you're not, I've actually watched a lot of documentaries and read a lot of books on the post-World War II side of the Nazis. And um, many of them escaped, changed their names, identities, and escaped to South America, Argentina, specifically, so, very interesting, um, actually, there's a, uh, a series with Tim Kennedy, who is an absolute champion, um, that's called, uh, Hunting Hitler, and it's on, I believe it's on A&E, and it's, it's unreal, anyways, the episode that I want to do today is is kind of kind of a hybrid, kind of a combination of, I guess, in fewer words possible. It's literally about enjoying the journey and embracing opportunity. And I think I would like to share a little bit about myself. I don't know if I'll get around to that. I think um, who I am and who I aspire to be and the way that my mind works, I think have all been sculpted um, from my adolescence, from my youth and growing up. A lot of the things that I value, a lot of my beliefs are um, structured from the way that I grew up take that for what it's worth. I'll try to share that today or possibly on another episode. But I wanted to share this. Um, enjoy the journey, right? 
that is a phrase that I would say has been coined by a friend of mine from high school whose father passed away, and that was what his dad used to always tell him. And I remember thinking, like, that's a catchy phrase. That's cool. There's, there's some meaning to it for sure. And then fast forward 15, 16, 17 years to now and think what it means to enjoy the journey. I think there's a lot of meaning in it, but one of the things that I've taken from it is to find ways to be happy about life, enjoy life, enjoy all of life. Life's not easy. There's things that are really, really hard about it. And some people, unfortunately, their lives seem to be a lot harder than what you may go through. And sometimes it doesn't seem fair. Along with that, I would add that the one opportunity that we all have is we all have the opportunity to respond to the good and the bad. And that is the one thing that we can control in this life. You can't control everything that happens to, to you. You can't control if you get rear-ended. You can't control if you get fired because of you know budgeting issues. You can't control this, that, or the other. But you can decide on how you respond. If you look at it as a learning opportunity or if you learn at, look at it as a trial or make yourself a victim. That's one thing that you'll never hear me discuss <clears throat> is sympathy for victims. And I'm not talking victims of, you know, assaults and, you know, things like that. I'm talking self-victimization. People who want sympathy and they're martyrs and they want people to feel bad for them because of this, that, or the other. That I just can't handle. I don't have time to listen to those people. Um, and, and they're a drain on my energy. They're a drain on, on my soul. And I don't have time for that. One of the things that I have been really, really, really pondering a lot about is open doors. I think if you... I think a lot of the time we just need to take a step back put our phones away and just take a few deep breaths, close our eyes and, and just meditate and just think about, okay, what's going on in my life right now? Where am I at? How are things? Am I happy with where I'm at? A lot of the times we have job opportunities or, or, you know, we meet somebody who is a good network, a, a good connection. Um, or we're thinking about starting our own business, but we're afraid to do it. Or we're just shut off. We're just complacent. We're stagnant. And a lot of the time, I feel like open doors open to certain people at certain times for very certain reasons. And there's a risk factor involved for sure. But by acting... I honestly believe that every open door, let me rephrase that, when you're seeking and you're pursuing positive things in your life, when you look for opportunities, when you look for ways to do good, when you look for ways to serve others, when you look for ways to be a good husband or mother or father or wife or anything, when you're just trying your best and certain doors keep on opening to you, that, that's a sign. That's a universal sign. 
And for those of you who have listened to my podcast episodes, for those of you who have not, uh, I'm a very firm believer in universal perspective, metaphysics, if you will. Um, Numerology, I'm a big fan of. Um, Frequencies, vibrations, I, I believe that's all part of the grand plan. And I honestly do believe that the world and the universe want to give us what we want. They, they want us to thrive. And I believe that God wants us to thrive. And I believe that he wants us to have all the things that we want if they are for righteous causes. So, having said that, I honestly believe that there is a purpose for every one of us, that there is something that all of us are supposed to accomplish, and that we all have infinite potential to do incredible things. I believe that society has made a lot of our lives meaningless, not worthless, meaningless. There's a very, very big difference by convincing us of the things that we need to have or the things that we should be doing. I'm not a believer in the 9 to 5 job schedule. If you're working the 9 to 5 job schedule, find a way to get out as soon as possible. It's a trap. It's 100% a trap. You have... 75 to 80 years on this earth average and spending 9 to 5 8 hours you're spending a third you're going to spend roughly 25 to 28 years of your life working not age wise but that's actual time capacity that's the actual amount of hours of your life that you will spend if you break it down 24 hours in a day you work 24 hours of your of your of your day Right, a third of your day, live 80 years, same thing with sleep. So if you think that you sleep a third of your life away, which is a fact, and you work a third of your life away, you have one third to factor in the things that really matter. Being a husband, being a father, being a friend. So you have one third to amplify the three things that actually matter most on this earth. Fatherhood, parenthood, relationships, and being a good husband, a good wife. And that's where a lot of the stress comes from. <laughs> because subconsciously, we, we know that. We understand that. All of us do. When we think there's not enough time in the day to do all the things we need to do, there's a reason why that phrase has been coined by so many authors and artists and musicians. And there's a reason for it because it's true. There's not enough time in the day to do the things that actually matter. Eight hours of sleep, eight hours of work, You've got eight hours to play with your kids, help with their homework, help with sports, be a good husband, take your wife on a date, go to dinner, help make dinner, take a shower, shave, go to the restroom. You've got eight hours a day to really do the things that you want. And then here's the thing. The eight hours a day that you have, those aren't even real hours. It's condensed. The point is this. If you're working a nine to five, and you're, I, mean, I guess I should rephrase this. If you're happy working a nine to five, do you keep doing it I guess but if you want to be a musician if you want to be an artist if you want to be an actor or an actress I, I, I commend those people 
because they're taking an absolute massive, massive risk knowing what it could or what it could be or what it, you know, it, it, it could not work possibly. And I believe 100% that people who might not have everything but are pursuing their dreams, regardless of risk involved, those are the people who are the happiest. And I know that from personal experience. I have a lot of things going on in my life right now. Um, I started a business about a year and a half ago, and there's been a lot of really good things, and there's been a lot of struggles, and right now there's a lot of stress involved. Not for anything negative, it's just very, very, very busy. And I, it's something that I'm passionate about, it's something that my wife is supportive of, and our ultimate goal is to do a lot of good, to help certain organizations, to help certain causes. And we're doing just that. And I love it. It's been one of the most time-consuming, but again, finding balance is extremely important. I take my kids to the park, to the pool, on a regular basis, I'd say daily. I ride longboards and bikes with my kids outside of the house every day. Um, We play hide-and-seek more than I would like. Um... I hang out with my kids and my family a lot, but I work a ton too, and I've found a way to find balance in my life that gives me meaning, and a lot of it has to do with, like I said, I feel like a lot of people in society, and I've been a part of that before, we get in these, this, this cycle of, you know, just complacency, it's not bad, but it's not good. I, I've always kind of believed that if you're not progressing, you're, you're, you're digressing, right? So if you're not getting better, even if you're staying the same, that's not good. That's not good. Like, it's not good to stay the exact same. Change is good. And a lot of people, I think there's a very, very interesting factor in that many people are afraid of change. Uh, my wife, she'll admit that she's afraid of change. And being married to me for, you know, nine years, as of a couple of days ago, she's very much more, very, a lot more open to change. She kind of has to be, but she'll admit that it's been great for her. And I think drastic changes are good, you know, if you're doing a job that you're not happy with. I've had a couple of people who have DM'd me, um, on Instagram, um, who listen to the podcast. They say, hey, I quit my job today, and I'm applying for other jobs that I'm more passionate about. I mean, I quit my job today, and I'm going back to school to pursue what I actually want to do. And every time I get a message like that, I'm like, okay, like, no credit needed. I'm not in it for the credit. But I feel like I'm helping people. I feel like I've made an impact in that person's life. And like I said, like, there's no guarantees when you take these risks that it'll all work out in your favor. But I can promise you that working towards something that you're passionate about, even if you, you fail a couple of times but you keep on going, in the times that you're pursuant to your dreams, you'll be much happier than the times that you're content in your complacency. That's something that I, I know to be true. 
I've seen it a million times. I have a lot of friends who they'll admit, like, I don't like my job, but it pays okay. Like, it pays okay, like, define okay. Well, I mean, I get by. Alright, I mean, it's just weird to me that when we're kids, we have all these dreams about being rock stars and doctors and astronauts and police and firefighters and football players and, and baseball players, you know, whatever we wanted to be when we were kids, but somewhere along the way it changes. And we accept what society is de- defined as reality. And it's like, where does that happen at? At what age does that happen? I think it's interesting that if you go talk to high school kids today and ask them what they want, a lot of them will have very, very, very outgoing, some might define outlandish desires. And they go to college for two years and they're studying psychology or art history or construction management. And it's like, hey, dude, construction management, I thought thought you were going to, I thought you wanted to be a firefighter. I thought you wanted to, I thought you wanted to do, you know, direct film. Yeah, I mean, it's too expensive or, you know, yeah, I mean, I just, my teachers always tell me that people don't succeed in that aspect, like less than 1% do, so I'm just going to take the safe road. Take the safe road, sure, I guess. But when you look back on it, you say, okay, I was alive for 80 years on this earth. And I took the safe road every single time. My life was good, but at the same time, it was it was, it was complacent. For some people, that might work. For some people, that's great. And I support that. But in my case, like I said, I, I don't believe that that's what I'm supposed to do. And I don't believe that's what many of us are supposed to be doing. But again, society's made it that way. And it's become more about you know, doing doing what's safe versus actually doing what you want to do. So when a door opens, when opportunity presents itself, there's a reason for that. There really is. Like whether it's a new job opportunity, um, moving to a new state, meeting a new person, it's interesting to me. And I've 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 actually told people this before. Um, I have a lot of contacts in my phone. A lot of them I don't talk to a whole lot. Some of them I've only talked to a few times. But every time I get somebody's phone number directly from that person, I notate it, such and such person, first and last name, and then I'll put where I know them from. Whether it was someone I worked with or someone I did business with or I met in the airport. I've actually done that before, you know? And there's a reason for that. Because I believe that there's always opportunities to utilize your network somebody that you you may need to get in contact with or somebody who could be a good uh, person to rely on or it might be able to get you in with somebody or whatever I'm just a very firm believer in in connections and I think everything kind of happens for a reason and on top of that like I said when opportunities present, present themselves do it you ever see the movie with Jim Carrey called Yes Man? Like, there's a very specific reason why that movie was made, I think. <laughs> like, you ever see the movie The Secret Life of Walter Mitty? 
great movie with Ben Stiller. If you haven't, you need to. As a matter of fact, I think it's actually on Netflix right now. Um, watch that movie. It's about this. It's about enjoying the journey and, and doing, you know, I mean, I'm not going to tell you too much, but I want you to watch it if you can. It's phenomenal. I saw it with my wife a few years ago when it came out, and I told her, I, was like, I think that's one of my favorite movies. The meaning, the impact, the misery, like, the, the, the relatability. Is relatability a word? I think it is. I relate to that movie so, so well. Um, very similar to, like, The Greatest Showman. Movies about triumph, and movies about breaking out of the social shell, breaking out of the social norm, are movies, I just thought about this, are movies that, that relate to me, that I connect with on a, on a very, very deep level. Um, I love movies like that. Maybe that's why, that's what this podcast episode is about. But again, to me, there's just so many things in life that we, we miss out on because we're too busy doing this or that or we don't have time for that. I had a, a conversation with a friend of mine not too long ago and we were talking for a few hours over lunch and it was, life is about laughing, it's about good conversation, it's about traveling, it's about, you know, good friends and family. Like, those are the things that matter most to me in my life. I think if we were to like break it down and like if you were to survey a million people, right? Or even, let's not even go that crazy, but let's be like realistic, like a hundred people. You say, hey, if you could do anything, like money wasn't an option, what would you do? Dude, I would travel. Right? I would take my wife and kids to Hawaii. I'd take my family on a cruise. I would go to Italy, I'd go to Ireland, where my family's from. I would do this, I would go to Greece. I would go to every baseball stadium in America with my dad. I would do, you know, like everybody has these certain things that they would do if money wasn't an option, if they weren't tied down to a desk. And I'd just say, okay, well, why don't you do that? Well, I need money. Okay. Like, if you had the money, but you still had the lifestyle that you currently have, would you have the time to do that? Well, no, I have to go to work. All right. Do you like your job? Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, I've been, I've been there for like nine years, ten years, and it's going well, right? Okay, well, any job for promotion where you'll get, you know, some more time off? No, probably not. All right? And that's that's life for so many of us. It really is. And again, I'm not, I'm not trying to knock on people's lifestyles by any means. But I think it is worth noting if we were actually honest with ourselves... And instead of looking for ways to get offended, we found ways to be vulnerable and relatable. I think we would all kind of agree, like, yeah, I mean, I would much rather be on vacation. I'd much rather, it doesn't have to be an exotic vacation. You know what I mean? It can be, yeah, go to Yosemite with a family, go camping for the weekend, like whatever it is. Like there's so many things we'd rather do before what we think we are supposed to do and what we are told we're supposed to do. I just, I just honestly believe that life is too short to be stuck in a box. Life is too short to miss out on traveling and eating good food and talking to awesome people. Like one thing about me is, if at any point somebody wants to talk to me via DM, 
waiting in line to board a plane at the airport, waiting in line for a, to go order at a restaurant. Somebody starts talking to me. I, I'm more than open to chat with them. As a matter of fact, last night, I had a friend from college who I haven't seen in probably, I don't even know, like 10 years maybe? No, not that long, like nine years, I bet. And uh, long story short, she ended up marrying a dude who was like one of my wife's best friend's brothers. Anyways, um, just DM'd me, said, hey, I, I saw that you had a podcast, um, I think I was looking, at, I, I, I follow your wife on Instagram, and I saw you on there, and I saw that you had a podcast, so I started listening, and I really like it, I don't agree with everything, but I really like what you, what you say, and what you represent, and it makes me think, etc., and we talked for a little while via DM, and I'm like, okay, again, the purpose of this podcast is still under construction, it's, and she actually asked me this question, which was really interesting because of something I'd been thinking about that day, yesterday afternoon. The purpose of this podcast is A, to be a, it's a passion project. It's something that I'm passionate about. It's something that I want to notate my thoughts and my ideas and my beliefs in. Uh, and at the same time, it's something that along that line, if I can help somebody, if I can help somebody figure out their, you know, their quest or their vision quest or their whatever it is, I'm all about that, you know? I mean, would I love to have 11 million listeners like Joe Rogan? Well, yeah, of course. Would I love to interview, you know, big name artists and celebrities? Yeah, for sure. If they have something, you know, worth talking about, not all of them do. But yeah, you know, it'd be great. It'd be awesome. But if I didn't get that opportunity and I still had a few hundred listeners like I do now or a couple hundred or if I had 25 listeners like I do now, dope. Like that's, that's fine, you know? So be patient with me while I'm learning this process, while we're, we're all in this quest for, for positivity and for life and for experience and joy. While I orchestrate this podcast this series and I think that as we learn together and as we grow together and as we continue to listen like I said if you guys have things you want me to discuss if you have a certain type of guest you want me to have on if you have a certain subject you want me to to chat about DM me my Instagram I think the handle is the real Matt GT yep because my name is Matt Gray Thomas but somebody else was Matt GT. And it's kind of a play on words because I had like a GT Skyline when I was a kid. Like the GT bike. Loved it. And uh, so that, and it's my initials. So anyway, some other dude had it. And I even DM'd him asking me, hey, will you change your name like by letters? And no. So I'm like, all right, well, if you're Matt GT, I'm the real Matt GT. So it's not an ego thing, I promise. I'm not. I'm not feeding for a blue check mark next to my name or, or whatever. Anyways, hit me up on Instagram if you have something you want me to talk about or if you just want to chat. Like I said, totally open. I usually find time to chat with people. And uh, I hope this podcast finds you well. Like I said, not meant, not intended to offend anybody with you know the whole 9 to 5 thing. That's just my beliefs. You know, That's what I feel. Find ways to enjoy life. 
you know, and, and, and be honest with yourself, you know, so, it's Labor Day weekend, I'm sure you guys don't want to sit here and listen to me all day, enjoy time with the fam, go travel, do something dope, eat good food, go to a movie, watch a show, read a book, get outside, I'm actually doing this podcast outside, I'm not sure if you've heard, there's been a couple of cars that passed me, one dude actually passed me four times, because I think he, I don't know if he was lost or if he was trying to kill me, but he's actually parked up the street. I don't recognize him, so I don't know if he's, I don't know what he wants. Anyways, have a good weekend. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. Adios. Good morning. I can't believe that it is September, September 1st, and along with that, I haven't done a podcast in probably about two weeks, um, I do apologize, I enjoy doing them, um, and as much as I would like for them to be a priority, it's really, really difficult right now to make it just that, uh, it's more of a passion project, something that, um, I enjoy doing. And, uh, especially when I have, you know, interesting things to talk about or interesting guests. Um, but yeah, so I've been thinking for the past couple of days that I wanted to do a podcast episode. Um, and, uh, I end up getting sick. I don't ever get sick, but when I do, it's legit because I'm not sleeping enough because I'm just, I'm being too busy. Like, last week and the week before, like, I probably put in, like, 70 to 80 hours uh, into things that I'm working on, um, like, each week. And, um, pardon my sniffle. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I just feel like I'm, it's catching up to me a little bit. So, yesterday, I went to the movies with my wife, saw Operation Finale, which is a story about... It's based on a true story about capturing Adolf Eichmann, who was the organizer, the architect of the Holocaust, essentially. Anyways, phenomenal movie. Um, if you're a history buff, or even if you're not, I've actually watched a lot of documentaries and read a lot of books on the post-World War II side of the Nazis. And um, many of them escaped, changed their names, identities, and escaped to South America, Argentina, specifically, so, very interesting, um, actually, there's a, uh, a series with Tim Kennedy, who is an absolute champion, um, that's called, uh, Hunting Hitler, and it's on, I believe it's on A&E, and it's, it's unreal, anyways, the episode that I want to do today is is kind of kind of a hybrid, kind of a combination of, I guess, in fewer words possible. It's literally about enjoying the journey and embracing opportunity, and I think I would like to share a little bit about myself. I don't know if I'll get around to that. I think um, who I am and who I aspire to be and the way that my mind works, I think have all been sculpted um, 
from my adolescence, from my youth and growing up, a lot of the things that I value, a lot of my beliefs are um, structured from the way that I grew up. Uh, and take that for what it's worth. I'll try to share that today or possibly on another episode. But I wanted to share this. Um, enjoy the journey, right? That is a phrase that I would say has been coined by a friend of mine from high school whose father passed away, and that was what his dad used to always tell him. And I remember thinking, like, that's a catchy phrase. That's cool. There's, there's a meaning to it for sure. And then fast forward 15, 16, 17 years to now and think what it means to enjoy the journey. I think there's a lot of meaning in it, but one of the things that I've taken from it is to find ways to be happy about life, enjoy life, enjoy all of life. Life's not easy. There's things that are really, really hard about it. And some people, unfortunately, their lives seem to be a lot harder than what you may go through. And sometimes it doesn't seem fair. Along with that, I would add that the one opportunity that we all have is we all have the opportunity to respond to the good and the bad. And that is the one thing that we can control in this life. You can't control everything that happens to, to you. You can't control if you get rear-ended. You can't control if you get fired because of you know budgeting issues. You can't control this, that, or the other. But you can decide on how you respond. If you look at it as a learning opportunity or if you learn at, look at it as a trial or make yourself a victim. That's one thing that you'll never hear me discuss <clears throat> is sympathy for victims. And I'm not talking victims of, you know, assaults and, you know, things like that. I'm talking self-victimization. People who want sympathy and they're martyrs and they want people to feel bad for them because of this, that, or the other. That I just can't handle. I don't have time to listen to those people. Um, and, and they're a drain on my energy. They're a drain on, on my soul. And I don't have time for that. One of the things that I have been really, really, really pondering a lot about is open doors. I think if you... I think a lot of the time we just need to take a step back, put our phones away, and just take a few deep breaths, close our eyes, and, and just meditate and just think about, okay, what's going on in my life right now? Where am I at? How are things? Am I happy with where I'm at? A lot of the times we have job opportunities or, or you know, we meet somebody who is a good network, a, a good connection, um, or we're thinking about starting our own business, but we're afraid to do it, or we're just shut off, we're just complacent, we, we're stagnant, and a lot of the time I feel like open doors open to certain people at certain times for very certain reasons and there's a risk factor involved for sure but by acting I honestly believe that every open door let me rephrase that when you're seeking and you're pursuing positive things in your life 
when you look for opportunities, when you look for ways to do good, when you look for ways to serve others, when you look for ways to be a good husband or mother or father or wife or anything, when you're just trying your best and certain doors keep on opening to you, that that's a sign. That's a universal sign. And for those of you who have listened to my podcast episodes, for those of you who have not, uh, I'm a very firm believer in universal perspective, metaphysics, if you will. Um, Numerology, I'm a big fan of. Um, Frequencies, vibrations, I I believe that's all part of the grand plan. And I honestly do believe that the world and the universe want to give us what we want. They, They want us to thrive. And I believe that God wants us to thrive. And I believe that he wants us to have all the things that we want if they are for righteous causes. So, having said that, I honestly believe that there's a purpose for every one of us. That there's something that all of us are supposed to accomplish. And that we all have infinite potential to do incredible things. I believe that society has made a lot of our lives meaningless. Not worthless, meaningless. There's a very, very big difference. By convincing us of the things that we need to have or the things that we should be doing. I'm not a believer in the 9 to 5 job schedule. If you're working the 9 to 5 job schedule, find a way to get out as soon as possible. It's a trap. It's 100% a trap. You have 75 to 80 years on this earth, average. And spending 9 to 5, 8 hours, you're spending a third. You're going to spend roughly 25 to 28 years of your life working. Not age-wise, but that's actual time capacity. That's the actual amount of hours of your life that you will spend if you break it down 24 hours in a day you work 24 hours of your of your of your day right a third of your day live 80 years same thing with sleep so if you think that you sleep a third of your life away which is a fact and you work a third of your life away you have one third to factor in the things that really matter being a husband being a father being a friend so you have one third to amplify the three things that actually matter most on this earth. Fatherhood, parenthood, relationships, and being a good husband, good wife. And that's where a lot of the stress comes from. Because subconsciously, we, we know that. We understand that. All of us do. When we think there's not enough time in the day to do all the things we need to do, there's a reason why that phrase has been coined by so many authors and artists and musicians and there's a reason for it because it's true there's not enough time in the day to do the things that actually matter eight hours of sleep eight hours of work you've got eight hours to play with your kids help with their homework help with sports be a good husband take your wife on a date go to dinner help make dinner take a shower shave go to the restroom you've got eight hours a day to really do the things that you want and here's the thing the eight hours a day that you have 
those aren't even real hours. It's condensed. The point is this. If you're working a 9 to 5, and you're, I, mean, I guess I should rephrase this. If you're happy working a 9 to 5, do you? Keep doing it, I guess. But if you want to be a musician, if you want to be an artist, if you want to be an actor or an actress, I, I, I commend those people. Because they're taking an absolute massive, massive risk knowing what it could or what it could be or what it, you know, it, it, it could not work possibly. And I believe 100% that people who might not have everything but are pursuing their dreams, regardless of risk involved, those are the people who are the happiest. And I know that from personal experience. I have a lot of things going on in my life right now. Um, I started a business about a year and a half ago, and there's been a lot of really good things, and there's been a lot of struggles, and right now there's a lot of stress involved. Not for anything negative, it's just very, very, very busy. And I, it's something that I'm passionate about, it's something that my wife is supportive of, and our ultimate goal is to do a lot of good to help certain organizations, to help certain causes, and we're doing just that, and I love it. It's been one of the most time-consuming, but again, finding balance is, is extremely important. I take my kids to the park, to the pool, on a regular basis, I'd say daily. I ride longboards and bikes with my kids outside of the house every day, um... We play hide-and-seek more than I would like. Um, I hang out with my kids and my family a lot. But I work a ton, too. And I've found a way to find balance in my life that gives me meaning. And a lot of it has to do with, like I said, I feel like a lot of people in society, and I've been a part of that before, we get in these this, this cycle of... You know, just complacency. It's not bad, but it's not good. I, I've i always kind of believed that if you're not progressing, you're, you're, you're digressing, right? So if you're not getting better, even if you're staying the same, that's not good. That's not good. Like, it's not good to stay the exact same. Change is good. And a lot of people, I think there's a very, very interesting factor in that many people are afraid of change. My wife, she'll admit that she's afraid of change. And being married to me for, you know, nine years, as of a couple of days ago, she's very much more, very, a lot more open to change. She kind of has to be. But she'll admit that it's been great for her. And I think drastic changes are good, you know? If you're doing a job that you're not happy with. I've had a couple of people who have DM'd me um, on Instagram, um who listen to the podcast they say hey I quit my job today and I'm applying for other jobs that I'm more passionate about I mean I quit my job today and I'm going back to school to pursue what I actually want to do and every time I get a message like that I'm like okay like no credit needed I'm not in it for the credit but I feel like I'm helping people I feel like I've made an impact in that person's life and like I said, like there's no guarantees when you take these risks that it'll all work out in your favor. But I can promise you 
that working towards something that you're passionate about, even if you you fail a couple of times, but you keep on going, in the times that you're pursuant to your dreams, you'll be much happier than the times that you're content in your complacency. That's something that I, I know to be true. I've seen it a million times. I have a lot of friends who they'll admit, like, I don't like my job, but it pays okay. Like, it pays okay, like, to find okay. Well, I mean, I get by. Right? I mean, it's just weird to me that when we're kids, we have all these dreams about being rock stars and doctors and astronauts and police and firefighters and football players and, and baseball players, you know, whatever we wanted to be when we were kids, but somewhere along the way it changes. And we accept what society is de- defined as reality. And it's like, where does that happen at? Or what age does that happen? I think it's interesting that if you go talk to high school kids today and ask them what they want, a lot of them will have very, very, very outgoing, some might define outlandish desires. And then they go to college for two years and they're studying psychology or art history or construction management. And it's like, hey, dude, construction management, I thought, I thought you were going to, I thought you wanted to be a firefighter. I thought you wanted to, I thought you wanted to do, you know, direct film. Yeah, I mean, it's too expensive or, you know, yeah, I mean, I just, my teachers always tell me that people don't succeed in that aspect, like less than 1% do, so I'm just going to take the safe road. Take the safe road, sure, I guess. But when you look back on it, you say, okay, I was alive for 80 years on this earth. And I took the safe road every single time. My life was good, but at the same time, it was it was, it was complacent. For some people, that might work. For some people, that's great. And I support that. But in my case, like I said, I, I don't believe that that's what I'm supposed to do. And I don't believe that's what many of us are supposed to be doing. But again, society's made it that way. And... It's become more about, you know, doing doing what's safe versus actually doing what you want to do. So when a door opens, when an opportunity presents itself, there's a reason for that. There really is. Like whether it's a new job opportunity, um, moving to a new state, meeting a new person, it's interesting to me. And I've 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 actually told people this before. Um, I have. A lot of contacts in my phone. A lot of them I don't talk to a whole lot. Some of them I've only talked to a few times. But every time I get somebody's phone number directly from that person, I notate it, such and such person, first and last name, and then I'll put where I know them from. Whether it was someone I worked with or someone I did business with or I met in the airport. I've actually done that before, you know? And there's a reason for that because I believe that there's always opportunities to utilize your network. Somebody that you, you may need to get in contact with or somebody who could be a good uh, person to rely on or they might be able to get you in with somebody or whatever. I'm just a very firm believer in, in connections. And I think everything 
kind of happens for a reason. And on top of that, like I said, when opportunities present, present themselves, do it. You ever see the movie with Jim Carrey called Yes Man? And there's a very specific reason why that movie was made, I think. <laughs> like, you ever see the movie The Secret Life of Walter Mitty? Great movie with Ben Stiller. If you haven't, you need to. As a matter of fact, I think it's actually on Netflix right now. Um, watch that movie. It's about this. It's about enjoying the journey and, and doing, you know, I mean, I'm not going to tell you too much, but I want you to watch it if you can. It's phenomenal. I saw it with my wife a few years ago when it came out, and I told her, I, like, I think that's one of my favorite movies. The meaning, the impact, the misery, like, the, the, the relatability. Is relatability a word? I think it is. I relate to that movie so, so well. Um, very similar to, like, The Greatest Showman. Movies about triumph and movies about breaking out of the social shell, breaking out of the social norm are movies, I just thought about this, are movies that, that relate to me, that I connect with on a, on a very, very deep level. Um, I love movies like that. Maybe that's why, that's what this podcast episode is about. But again, to me, there's just so many things in life that we, we miss out on because we're too busy doing this or that or we don't have time for that. I had a, a conversation with a friend of mine not too long ago and we were talking for a few hours over lunch and it was, life is about laughing, it's about good conversation, it's about traveling, it's about, you know, good friends family those are the things that matter most to me in my life I think if we were to like break it down and like if you were to survey a million people right or even, let's not even go that crazy but let's be like realistically like a hundred people you say hey if you could do anything like money wasn't an option what would you do dude I would travel I, I would take my wife and kids to Hawaii I'd take my family on a cruise I would go to Italy I'd go to Ireland where my family's from I would do this I would go to Greece I would go to every baseball stadium in America with my dad. I would do, you know, like everybody has these certain things that they would do if money wasn't an option. If they weren't tied down to a desk, then I'd just say, okay, well, why don't you do that? Well, I need money. Okay. Like, if you had the money, but you still had the lifestyle that you currently have, would you have the time to do that? Well, no, I have to go to work. All right. Do you like your job? Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, I've been, I've been there for like nine years, ten years, and it's going well, right? Okay, well, any job for promotion where you'll get, you know, some more time off? No, probably not. All right? And that's that's life for so many of us. It really is. And again, I'm not, I'm not trying to knock on people's lifestyles by any means. But I think it is worth noting if we were actually honest with ourselves and instead of looking for ways to get offended, we found ways to be vulnerable and relatable. I think we would all kind of agree like, yeah, I mean, I I would much rather be on vacation. I'd much rather, it doesn't have to be an exotic vacation. You know what I mean? It can be, yeah, go to Yosemite with a family, go camping for the weekend, like whatever it is. Like there's so many things we'd rather do before 
what we think we are supposed to do and what we are told we're supposed to do. I just, I just honestly believe that life is too short to be stuck in a box. Life is too short to miss out on traveling and eating good food and talking to awesome people. Like one thing about me is if at any point somebody wants to talk to me via DM, waiting in line to board a plane at the airport, waiting in line for a, to go order at a restaurant, somebody starts talking to me, I, I'm more than open to chat with them. As a matter of fact, last night I had a friend from college who I haven't seen in probably, I don't even know, like 10 years maybe? No, not that long, like nine years I bet. And uh, long story short, she ended up marrying a dude who is like one of my wife's best friend's brothers. Anyways, um, just DM'd me, said, hey, I, I saw that you had a podcast, um, I think I was looking, I, I, I follow your wife on Instagram, and I saw you on there, and I saw that you had a podcast, so I started listening, and I really like it, I don't agree with everything, but I really like what you, what you say, and what you represent, and it makes me think, etc., and we talked for a little while via DM, and I'm like, okay, again, the purpose of this podcast is still under construction, it's, and she actually asked me this question, which was really interesting because of something I'd been thinking about that day, yesterday afternoon. The purpose of this podcast is A, to be a, it's a passion project. It's something that I'm passionate about. It's something that I want to notate my thoughts and my ideas and my beliefs in. Uh, and at the same time, it's something that along that line, if I can help somebody, if I can help somebody figure out their you know their quest or their vision quest or their whatever it is I'm all about that you know I mean would I love to have 11 million listeners like Joe Rogan well yeah of course would I love to interview you know big name artists and celebrities yeah for sure if they have something you know worth talking about not all of them do but yeah, you know, it'd be great. It'd be awesome. But if I didn't get that opportunity and I still had a few hundred listeners like I do now or a couple hundred or if I had 25 listeners like I do now, dope. Like that's, that's fine, you know? So be patient with me while I'm learning this process, while we're, we're all in this quest for, for positivity and for life and for experience and joy. While I orchestrate this podcast this series and I think that as we learn together and as we grow together and as we continue to listen like I said if you guys have things you want me to discuss if you have a certain type of guest you want me to have on if you have a certain subject you want me to, to chat about DM me my Instagram I think the handle is uh, GT. yep because my name is Matt Gray Thomas but somebody else was Matt GT. And it's kind of a play on words because I had like a GT Skyline when I was a kid. Like the GT bike. Loved it. And uh, so that, and it's my initials. So anyway, some other dude had it. And I even DM'd him asking me, hey, will you change your name like by letters? I know. So I'm like, all right, well, if you're Matt GT, I'm the real Matt GT. So it's not an ego thing, I promise. I'm not... I'm not feeding for a blue check mark next to my name or, or whatever. 
Anyways, hit me up on Instagram if you have something you want me to talk about or if you just want to chat. Like I said, totally open. I usually find time to chat with people. And uh, I hope this podcast finds you well. Like I said, not meant, not intended to offend anybody with you know the whole nine to five thing. That's just my beliefs. You know, that's what I feel. Find ways to enjoy life. You know, and, and, and be honest with yourself. You know, so it's Labor Day weekend. I'm sure you guys don't want to sit here and listen to me all day. Enjoy time with a fam. Go travel. Do something dope. Eat good food. Go to a movie, watch a show, read a book, get outside. I'm actually doing this podcast outside. I'm not sure if you've heard. There's been a couple of cars that passed me. One dude actually passed me four times because I think he, I don't know if he was lost or if he was trying to kill me, but he's actually parked up the street. I don't recognize him, so I don't know if he's, I don't know what he wants. Anyways, have a good weekend. And, uh. Yeah, that's about it. Adios.